So you decided to take a big jump and immigrated to another country. This is Home Newcomer Stories is a podcast where we engage with our new neighbors, with the real experiences of those who have made Saskatoon their new home and who make it shine even more. Ideas, challenges, tips, and more, we are here to hear and share your journey in the city of Bridges. Thank you, and I'm very pleased to have John today with us. John moved to Saskatoon and made Saskatoon his new home for two years now, right? Uh, You are correct, Eliana. Um, Actually, my second year anniversary was about a week ago. Oh, perfect. Well, happy anniversary of living in Saskatoon. (laughs) So, John Wies, tell us a little bit about why you decided to move to Canada and in particular to Saskatoon. All right. So first and foremost, uh, I did want to take the opportunity to thank you, Ileana. I hope that my sharing of my story will be of benefit to you and, and to those listening into the podcast. So my journey into Saskatoon in many respects started oh maybe five or six years ago. Okay. But let me begin with saying why we decided to come here. And I think my, my story is similar to many out there. I have a daughter. She's seven years old. And, you know, when you have a child, it changes your perspective. It changes your sense of priorities. So in many respects, our transfer to Canada was really for her, for my daughter. Our thinking was that Johanna would have a better quality of life. And I still believe that to be the case. Awesome. And our story begins about five or so years ago because I had a brother who was at that time in Edmonton and traveled to and from Edmonton to Calgary and and brought his family. And at one point, when he came home to my home country in the Philippines, he had asked whether I would consider going to Canada. Okay. At that time, however, you know, I was, I had a really good job. I was, I was a senior manager at a leading uh, printer manufacturer uh, who had a lab in Asia. And I was, I enjoyed my job. I had a stable job. It was just, life was good in the Philippines. Life was good. And I left that conversation at that. I never really thought about it. And then one day, my wife brought it up again. And she had asked whether it's a good idea to go to Canada. And I thought about it a little bit more. And I said, you know, maybe this, is, this will be good for Johanna. And maybe it's worth the sacrifice. And so I said, you know, go ahead with the application. And, you know, if we get accepted, then perhaps that's a sign. So basically, I was looking for a sign. I wasn't really sure. Okay. So it was kind of, let's uh, see what destiny or fate has for us. That's exactly what it is. Thank you for, for choosing the right words for me. And, and, and so that's kind, of, that's kind of what we did. And at some point, we got accepted. Right. And I said, you know, let's spend a little bit of money. Let's do a little bit of research. And let's come to Canada and look for signs again. So I was being consistent, right? I was looking for signs and that it was the right decision. So about three or so years ago, we decided to come over and we stayed for two weeks. Okay, right. And because we qualified through the SINP program, then we had to choose where specifically in Saskatchewan province we would stay. And so we, we narrowed down our choices to Regina and Saskatoon. Okay, then you apply with SINP, is that correct? That is correct. Okay, and why did you choose this province, if I can ask? Yeah, I I think uh, in the research that we have done, it was really for practical purposes. 
Okay. We found that our skill set would uh, allow us to get more points. Aha. Mm, and and therefore that's what we did. It was really more for practicality. And you know, we had a few relatives in the Calgary area and it was just a province away and we figured, you know, this this may be the right place for us. Awesome. Yes. So carry on, John. Thank you. Right. And as I said earlier, we decided to come for two weeks. So we spent a week in Regina and a week in Saskatoon because at that time, those were the top two cities that we thought would provide us a really good quality of life. Right. And consistently, I said, you know, let's look for the signs. And you know what? The signs all pointed to Saskatoon. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay. And, uh, and, so, and so that's, that's how we decided to, to come and, you know, pack up all our belongings in six bags and transplant our life here to the beautiful city of Saskatoon. Okay. Well, thank you. That's quite a story. Thank you for sharing, uh, John. And I know that you also have a very interesting journey regarding work in Saskatoon and the job search. And I'm pretty sure you can inspire and you can, you know, give our listeners some advice and some good information. So could you tell us how has your story been? Right. Um, I don't know about inspiring, but I'll go ahead and, and share it. I consider myself and my family lucky because when we came over here, our priority was obviously just like many others to get settled and the job was probably a third priority. But out of the blue, believe it or not, Ileana, I brought my vehicle to be serviced in a shop uh, called Stephen Auto on 51st Street. And out of the blue, the owner of the shop offered me a job. No way. Oh, this was just a prayer answered. It was just, I did not expect it. I was shocked that he had offered me a job. And I, I have no experience. He wanted me to become a service advisor. And, you know, a service advisor is the guy who, when you have a car fixed, he's the guy that would talk to you about what needs to be done and, and you know, what services need to be done, how long it will take. And I mean, I, I know very little about that. So to be offered a job like that, I was just amazed. And needless to say, I said yes. And so that started my journey here. And I was lucky to meet Dindo, the owner, because he taught me many things about Canada and not only about the job, but certain things about life in Canada and what to watch for. And so that's what started my career. And three months after that, an opportunity uh, was made available to me through a friend who was transitioning to a new job. Right. Um, and Christian said that, would I be interested in a, an account manager position? I said, yes, because my previous experience in my home country, the Philippines, was really managerial leadership. And so I said, yes. And three months after starting my job with Stephen Otto, I went to an account manager position and I loved it. I love, you know, being responsible for people, being responsible for account management. I managed the operations over at Lawson Mall for their housekeeping department. And again, I went into an industry that I had very little background on. And it was a combination of luck and more importantly, having a network of friends. And that helped me transition into that role. Wow. Mm. That's very a very unique story. Like it's so amazing. It's almost hard to believe. 
I think it was a combination of luck and, you know, just praying, opening yourself up to opportunities. And it doesn't end there. After a year in that position, I was offered a job in a different company for uh, this time, same industry, but a regional role. So now my role expanded to all over Saskatchewan. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the scale. I enjoyed the responsibility. I loved it so much. But it's not all a bed of roses, to be honest, Ileana. So um, there was a certain point uh, in that job, even though I loved it, I said it wasn't for me. I decided at that point to leave the job. And I found myself in a very, very difficult situation. But I did have a plan. I think it's very critical to have a plan here. And one of my plans was to go to university and get some credentials and get some education. And that's what I did. Okay. Yeah. To open new doors and to find probably a much better job or something that is more interesting. Yes, for sure. Because now I had Canadian job experience. Now I wanted Canadian educational credentials, which would hopefully get me better jobs or better opportunities in the future. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. And then COVID hit. And, you know, nobody planned for it. And, you know, it happened and all the opportunities went away for me. And I must say, it was very, very discouraging. You know, there are good days, there are bad days. And for the last two or so months after I did my courses in university, I have, I continue to try to look for jobs. And there are days where I question whether coming here was the right decision to make uh, in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me interrupt you here, John. I think a lot of newcomers will feel the way you are feeling at this point because, yes, these are complicated times, or probably they felt that way before. And it's interesting, and sorry again for the interruption, but our guest on the, our last episode, mm-hmm. she shared that she applied actually for 40 jobs before getting one that she loved. Right. I I would say keep trying. I know it's not easy. It's better, how they say, it's easier to be said than to be done. So my advice, or if you allow me to share this, is keep trying and don't be discouraged. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Ileana, despite being discouraged, I have to believe that I am still in a better place in terms of being in Canada. And I think there are opportunities out there. And I appreciate what you said about the example you shared about, you know, one of your friends who continued to to apply and it was only after the 40th application that that she finally found a job that she liked. And I I have that optimism. I believe there is something that's out there for me. I just need to continue to try. You know, I remember the saying, Eliana, that if I were to look at the problems I'm facing as soil... In, you know, in times like these, when problems keep on being pounded on me and I feel that I'm being buried, perhaps I'm not being buried. Perhaps I'm being planted. That, that's my perspective. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think that's true. I think I, there's something that's out there for me. It's okay to, to feel sad, but you know, you, you need to have some positivity in your life and know that you just need to focus on what you can control. At the end of the day, I can't control what number of jobs are out there, but what I can control is the number of applications I send out. I'll send out as many as I need to do. Mm-hmm. I can't control whether I get hired. Yeah. But what I can control is the skill set I have to get better resumes, to, to write better stuff, to network better. And, and again, I need to focus on that rather than focus on, ah, oh, you know, it's so hard. It's so hard. No, 
I'm lucky that I have this time to polish my skills, to practice, you know, my resume writing and all of that. That's the only thing I can do. Focus on positive pursuits and mm-hmm. and something will happen. I'm optimistic something will happen. Oh, we are sure good times are coming to you and to everyone. And please keep us updated. We want to know how your journey continues. And once again, John, thank you for your time. It was great. It was a pleasure talking to you. Well, thank you again, Eliana, and uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity to, to talk to you today. Awesome. Have a great day. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye.